You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddie Korea. What's up, guys? This is Freddie Korea, and we are back. We are. Oh, this is Thanks for the Invite podcast. <laughs> I forgot that part. <laughs> I'm over here with my homies. I'm with my homie Gomez in Esco. Do you go by Escondido or Esco? In, on, on Escond- Insta- it's Escondido. But we, uh, I think we dick sucking move already yeah. right from the bat. Oh my god! I, 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 think, I think we um, we shortened it because it didn't fit. Oh, Remember that's right. We were talking about it that I had um, at one point. Oh yeah, one was Escondido. Escondido, the other was Esco. So you changed it just to Esco, exactly on both Twitter. Exactly. And so the listeners, this is Gomez and Esco. I've been talking about him for years. Uh, he has <laughs> he done our Photoshop for a long time. Uh, now Ian does it. But I remember you started doing it like, kind of just like a joke, and then you started doing it for several episodes with Jesus Trejo. Exactly. Yeah. When we were talking about uh, uh, taco jokes, you, you put us in taco suits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All these funny, like you would listen to the episode, and then you would just like uh, make a Photoshop about something. Like yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, like I think which one? Oh, well, I, inter- I interviewed this uh, this comic uh, about motorcycles. Mm-hmm. And. And the the we talked about something like if you if you ride in the back they call you a backpack yeah yeah so that's considered like kind of like a fag mm-hmm. or something like yeah. that and then you did like this funny Photoshop but yeah oh yeah. the one leaving Vegas I think it was was that the one that was like a desert scene yeah desert okay. scene yeah yep. leaving Vegas exactly exactly yeah and we have your lovely wife you want to say hi. <laughs> you grab this one. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. So we're we're over here. We just ate uh, Pinches Tacos. Mm. We're at Pinches Tacos on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood, West Hollywood. Yeah. Um, How what'd you think of the tacos? Oh, it was good. It was good. It was oh. really good. There you go. Get a little closer. Okay. I I will. <laughs> so there's this thing I do. I go get closer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've never okay. felt more uncomfortable. Doing that. <laughs> Everybody else, I'm good with, but <laughs> but um yeah. So uh, you like the what you get? I had the carnitas taco. The carnitas taco. Yes. Just one, huh? Just one. That's all I that needed. That was good. That was really good. And the and guacamole and chip. And guacamole. What did you have? The Adawala burrito. Adawala. Nice. Right on. I had the carnitas burrito. I have half left right now. I was telling your wife right now. Right before we started the podcast, I realized I didn't have a memory card. <laughs> I left it at, at my uh, wife's family's house uh, in the laptop ready to edit a podcast. So I'm like, oh, shit, you guys came all the way over here. We've been wanting to do this for years. I'm like, we're going to make it happen. Yeah. And to be honest with you, you had, you had asked me before to do it. Yeah. But personally, I didn't. I don't like – it's not that I don't like. I just didn't want my podcast with you to be over the phone. Oh, okay. And to have just – You wanted it to be special. Yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> He's that kind of guy. Actually I, we're, actually, I was hoping to make it to Vegas at some point. Okay. And then that way we could do it in Vegas. But yeah. just with schedules, I haven't been out there. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, that's, that is true, though. We've been wanting to do it for a long time. And I figured since we live in different cities, you know, over the phone. But, yeah, no, this is – this is uh, it's cool the way it worked out. Yeah. This yeah. is pretty cool. And, and one of the things that I've always wanted to talk to you about was uh, – like, um, uh, you're really into IPAs, mm-hmm. and so am I. I'm just yeah. like a wannabe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and today you brought some IPA. What is this right here? Yeah. Uh, what I brought you was um, a Monkish, which this is a hazy Ooh. IPA. It's called Smart uh, and Spock. Mm-hmm. 
want to say it's like 7 or 8%. But as you can see, it's hazy. Uh, you cannot see through it. No. They call these uh, juice bombs. Yeah. Basically for IPAs. Mm-hmm. Um, they're unfiltered. Um, just a totally different type of IPA. But it's the most yeah. popular right now. It's what everybody's looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and it's called what again? And this one... It's called Smarter Than Spock, I believe. That's a cool name, dude. And the, um, this company that makes it, it's called, or the, the brewery that makes it's it, it's called Monkish. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's called Monkish. And they're out of Torrance. Uh-huh. Um, they're a small brewery that in the past two years has gone from no one to the most um, desired uh, beer out there. Nice. That, the beer that we're drinking came in a can release. Um, mm. What they do is they randomly, once a week... We'll post on IG. We're having mm-hmm. a can release, yeah. and within an hour, they have about four to five hundred people. Yeah. They sell out about two hundred, about one hundred and seventy cases. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, and then they never make it again. Well, they don't make it for at least yeah. six months, maybe to a year. Oh wow! So it's a special release. It smells a little citrusy. Mm-hmm. This is better doing it live. Yeah, I would have never been able to say that. Yeah, <laughs> if we did it over the phone. Smells citrusy. So what? what they, why does it smell like that? Do they add? Uh, they want low AB, um, IBUs, which is basically um, they don't want it to be heavily dank and piney like you would normally would taste in a, an IPA. Yeah. These they want it to be more like juice. Okay. They want it to smell like juice. Mm-hmm. Um, taste. This is what's brought a lot of people to craft beer recently in the past year. I mean, if you if you've noticed, um, all the major beer companies are struggling. Yeah. It's because the craft breweries are exploding with stuff like this. Yeah, you know, and um, and once they like some of the major ones, they try to like buy Lagunitas. Mm-hmm. and then, exactly. But, but but now there's something else coming out. Exactly, so, yeah. exactly. And that's the thing is, corporate can't buy this. Yeah, because as soon as corporate puts their hand on it. The following will leave, yeah, because yeah. they don't want to follow corporate, yeah. They, you know, and that's part of the beauty of craft beer is it's supporting the small guy, yeah, and it's helping the small guy, you know, take control. This right now, if I okay, I bought a four pack on release for twenty dollars. Oh wow! If I went to, and of course you're not allowed to do this, mm-hmm. but if I went to eBay or if I went to a a black market to sell this, these cans can go for about ten to fifteen dollars per can. Really. Holy shit. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you could sell a four-pack, 60 to $80. Yeah. And yeah. that's how desired it is for wow. a four-pack of beer. Wow. I am honored to be drinking this. <laughs> this is really cool. <laughs> but And I only have a little bit because... Because uh, you're, you're performing tonight. And actually, yeah. I was going to talk to you about it. Yeah, I, I didn't expect you to drink much, so there's no big deal. Yeah. But I wanted you to try it, definitely. Wanted yeah, to try no, it. it's, it's great. It's, it's good to, like, uh, be able to enjoy beer... For the taste of it and just sip on it, you know, not just like, it's also like, like kind of like tequila. I saw, um, what, what show was it? Uh, Drinking Made Easy. Do you remember okay. that? Yeah. It was like mm-hmm. a, a TV show, right? Mm-hmm. They were talking about tequila one time and tequila was meant to be sipped on. Yes. Like yes. really good tequila. Yes. You don't just take shots of mm-hmm. it. Oh, party, you know, you know, like no, college no, not at all. mentality. You enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You enjoy it. You don't just try to get rid of the taste with lime and salt. Exactly. Like, I mean, if, if if it's a crappy tequila, that's why you make margaritas. Yeah. But if it's good, you know, uh, uh, Cien Años, um, you know, um, La, uh, sorry about that. Um, 
Casadores, uh, any of those good tequilas, you want to sip them. You don't want to shoot them. You don't want to mix them in a, yeah. in, in a margarita. You want to sip them and enjoy them. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Sure. And, and that's how this is. What I love about craft beer, and obviously she'll probably say the opposite, but it's slowed down my drinking in many ways. Really? I still drink, mm-hmm. but I don't grab six Coronas in a night. I, yeah. grab, I grab two. Is this maybe true? Maybe three. Is that's it, usually good. Is this true? Can you confirm this? <laughs> she <doesn't, laughs> she's not talking. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay. What he said. Occasionally, occasionally I do four or five, but for the most part, you know, um, you get you get a serious serious head change. You have a serious buzz off uh, yeah. of one really good IPA. I, I do see what you're saying though, because um, if I'm drinking a. But like watching a game or something, I'm just chugging it, mm-hmm. just chugging it, and exactly. not enjoying it. Exactly. And that's one of the reasons I really got into IPAs. I don't, I don't know if craft beer in, in, encompasses Heffenweisers all, mm-hmm. all different. It does. Okay. Sure. I'm just, in, I, I, I'm not into the Heffenweisers, the light ones. I, I just like IPA. Yeah. Different types. Yeah. You know, like, um, like this one, citrus one. Mm-hmm. I had one uh, in, I bought it in Vegas. Um, from I forgot the name of it, but it's it tastes a lot like uh, what's that? What's that fruit opposite of orange? Toronja in Spanish. Um, Do you speak Spanish? Yeah, I'm a bolcho, bro. Yeah? I'm a bolcho. Me too. <laughs> uh, I'm a real bolcho. My fans is horrible. Is it horrible? Yeah. What's yeah. Oh, grapefruit. Grapefruit. Okay. Okay. So the IPA taste tasted a lot like grapefruit. Okay. And I was like, wow, this is cool. It's like. And then instead of like chugging it yeah. and drinking a bunch of them, yeah, drink one, two, or three. It, no, that was it. Oh, okay. Exa- exactly. It wasn't my Lambo. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That Lamborghini that passed by, just so loud here on Sunset Boulevard. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then your wife was like, "What a slow car." <laughs> <laughs> so funny how people. It, it's, it's yeah. It's interesting being right here because you see everything. Yeah. Here we are in. Uh, the heart of Hollywood, right? I mean, yeah, we're right across from the chateau, which I was explaining to my uh, wife how chateau. famous that hotel or the hotel is. Right this there. one right here, right? Yeah. What is it famous for? Um, recently, all the Lindsay Lohan shenanigans that was from uh, a few years back, and um, I mean, just Google it. A lot of dirt. John uh, Belushi. John yeah. Belushi died here. He passed there. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Just a lot of. Didn't a comedian jump off also? In the seventies, I heard something like that. Yeah, from the book "I'm Dying Out" up here or something. Like Is that, that one? Oh, okay, I, I don't know if it was that one or another one down the street, but I remember it was during the writers' protest. Mm-hmm. This comic just went crazy and he just jumped off. And I was like, "I'll show them." <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, it worked. Thirty years later, you're, yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, so. I know. Huh? See, some thanks for the end of my talk. <laughs> yeah. It's funny though. Um, does your wife know how we met? We were, I was kind of explaining uh, through Tom Likas, correct? We're, well, we were on a chat room on Pornhub. Oh, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Actually, I was reading his reviews for Fleshlights on Amazon, and I contacted him directly for, yeah. you know, just... Just to get verification. Yeah. Is it really legit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was actually, um, I think, what, through Tom Likas, right? Tom Likas. Yeah. Yeah. And just like most of us, we both are just like... Uh, me, you fell off, and you don't listen to Tom very often, do you? Not as much anymore, bro. Yeah. No, um, I started listening to him when he was on terrestrial yeah. radio, yeah, back yeah. in the day, yeah. And uh, 
then when he came back, I was like all into it. Moved to Vegas, and then uh, yeah, I just kind of fell off. No, I guess no particular reason. You know, I don't know. Uh, you know what? Unfortunately, at times it becomes very repetitive. Uh huh. Um, and terrestrial radio was great because you were forced kind of to listen to him, even though mm-hmm. you weren't. Yeah. And so everyone that hated him would listen and they just yes. call up and then they would talk gang of shit and yeah. then you'd hear him flipping on them and you'd hear him just destroy them yeah and because now it's satellite only the fans listen mm-hmm. yeah you don't get you don't get that true interaction yeah you don't really get the haters exactly that, that is very true exactly. that happens a lot with um opie and anthony it happened with opie and anthony now it's jim and sam yep you just get the fans exactly so and, and it's it, it's enjoyable when somebody calls in and everybody beats the crap out of them for an hour, you yeah, know. Yeah. And then they and then when they stay on, they take it. I mean, that's the best radio out there. Yeah, it, it wasn't there also one where a lady called to confess to murder or something. Yes, like that? in Tucson or something like that, or in Arizona or some it was something like in Arizona. Yeah, she yeah she called in and because he was on terrestrial radio. I think they were able to track it or some, something uh-huh. happened with that, yeah. And they actually found her mm, or something, Something, right? yeah. Yeah, that, that was crazy, dude. Um, explain to the people what uh, what Tom Like is, is pretty much. <sighs> Tom is a talk show for guys, supporting guys, trying to uplift guys with a lot of negativity, of course. <laughs> but... <laughs> Go ahead. But he's all about um, empowering men and Definitely just, not for women. And not for women. No, no, Definitely no. not for women. He's like the Dr. Laura up for guys. You know, he's been, he's been divorced four times. He's very open about why. it. Um, you you know, should so not you, take advice from a guy like that. You know what's funny was, I actually, you know, I did part of what Tom asked. You know, he said, don't like get married. He said, like it's one on don't get married until you're in your 30s. Get your career going, you know, uh, just get yourself through, you know, the, the early years, you know, to your 20s. And so we, I did that. And then after I got married, he got divorced for the fourth time. And now his spiel is don't ever get married. There's no reason to get married. Right, right. Which, that's where he is in his That's point. where he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I listen, I, you know, um, the person that we both listen to a lot, uh, Uncle Joey, mm-hmm. um, Uncle Joey uh, Coco Diaz, he said one time, he says, you know, you can't let your experiences with one person or with a couple people ruin your opinion with everything. And he was referring to Tom at that time because yeah. he mentioned Tom. He goes, you know, my buddy Tom been divorced four times. Now he thinks everything about women yeah. is negative, And it's not true. It's just you had some bad luck. You yeah. had some bad experiences. So, exactly. Um, I enjoy listening to him. I love listening to yeah, him, but me too. you know it gets repetitive, and you know yeah. I, when it gets repetitive, it gets boring for me. Uh-huh. And I think that's kind of where I was, so yeah. that's why I stopped listening. Yeah, yeah, you know? no, I get it. Um, my buddy, you know, Sammy, Sammy, yeah, Sammy, yeah. Sammy was all into it too, and um, it, Sammy is young, way younger than me, so I think it helped him a lot. And, and thinking mentality-wise, finances, yeah, you could get a lot of good out of it. Yeah, financially, like uh, Monday, Mondays was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, financial ma- Mondays or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, money Mondays, money Mondays, money Mondays, and uh, so that that was pretty cool. But yeah, Sammy kind of fell off too. And but every 
every couple months, every couple weeks, we'll make fun of each other. We'll be like, like if I'm doing something with my wife, uh, Sam would be like, I'm going to tell Tom Likas on you. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> or like if I'm doing something like romantic, I'm like, we just joke around, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's, he's actually getting married in June. Nice. Yeah, nice. so he's going to have his bachelor party in, uh, in, uh, in Reno. In, Fe- in in May. In oh, it's around the corner. A couple then. weeks. It's yeah. around the corner. So we're going. We we have a battle right now. Who's going to be the best man? It's going to be between his cousin Saul. So okay. Myself or uh, Georgie Pastor Toon. Uh, Mr. AOL. Mr. AOL. <laughs> we we all joke around about it because uh, Sammy he doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So he said he's just going to have three best men. <laughs> you know, I have I, my wedding was was. It was an unfortunate situation because my brother wasn't even in my wedding, oh, and really? um, he didn't even go. And my dad and my mom just automatically expected him to be my best man. Well, you know, yeah. at that time, ta- at that time, my um, my my business partner um, was my best friend, my buddy Juan, mm-hmm. and I just felt that you know he was the person I kind of wanted there next to me. You know, exactly. And, and it just I, I tried not to go with what was tradition and go with what just felt right. Right, right. You know, but it's tough because I know you guys are all, you guys like are a crew. Mm-hmm. You know that you guys all kind of um, pretty much grew up with each yeah, other. Yeah, you guys ran together for a, yeah. for a while, and then church and what have you. So you yeah. guys have known each other. So that's yeah. that's that's tough when you're when you're a group and you're trying to figure out who's the one out of the group. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's totally different. Yeah, but we we all know that he he loves us all, and mm-hmm. and uh, we love him. So we're like we're not going to make him choose. We're just going to all be all but, but, let's know, all be best men and help plan out. Shit, from, you know, from listening to you know the. Uh, the old podcast that um, that Sammy used to have, yeah. and, and listening to on your podcast, from an outsider, it's obvious it would be his cousin Saul. Yeah, because from what I heard from first time he was on your show, it always seemed like that was his guy. Oh yes, yeah, that's his kids guy. Inseparable, like with their yeah. brothers. That yeah. makes that would make sense. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. I, w- I would say so too. Him, and then now that I'm gone, it also makes it really does make sense. Also. For it to be George, because him and George are so close, sure. they became so close, and I introduced them to each other, um, and it, it got to the point where like I even got jealous of their relationship at one point when I was in Reno. You know, I'm like, oh, uh, these motorcycles are passing by. <laughs> yeah, I, I acted like a bitch one night because uh, uh, Sammy went to kick it with George that night instead of coming hanging out with us, and then but it's like. When you go through when you go through rough patches with friends, whether it's your wife, family member, I think if you could overcome it, you could only grow stronger from it. Definitely, definitely. It sounds cliche, but it really. Me and T- Sammy have had horrible fights, and we're we have a really strong relationship. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I yeah. I totally totally agree because I, when you're in those heated battles, that's when you really see what the person's where they're coming from, what they're made of, and. Yeah. Is there really a point to it? Because yeah. sometimes you're just fighting for fight to fight. For sure. You know what I mean? But if, yeah. if you guys could see past it, definitely. Was well, just, um, you know how your mom thought? She assumed that your brother would be your best man. Mm-hmm. It, it's a shame, but it's not always blood that is, like, the closest. Sometimes, I mean, just look at a, a husband and a wife. You're not blood. Yeah. And that yeah. becomes your number one. Exactly. So you, be, you build this relationship with this other person that you didn't grow up with. You're from a different family member. And, you know, hopefully different DNA. And 
that was bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I bombed. All right, cool. <laughs> that was a bad joke. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, you grow this relationship with that person, yeah. you know. Um, and, and that's why I love what Uncle Joey said because just because what Tom Likas preaches or teaches to everybody it doesn't mean it applies to everybody. No, no, you know? no. And unfortunately, you know, you can. His his lawyer his uh, not lord his um, listeners are so loyal to him mm. that you can't ever like really go against what he says because then you get bashed by him. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of one of those where it's like you just you know you pick and choose what he says. But yeah, you know, yeah. I, I do like the fact that he he does help give a lot of guys a backbone that need a backbone. Yeah, because there's a lot of guys out there who. Just have no idea their value. Yeah. No yeah. idea how to stand up for themselves. No idea just how to be confident. Yeah. And so, like, I always listen to him. I always listen to Uncle Joey. Um, another podcast I love is the Beige Phillips podcast. Oh, another yeah. one um, where Dante Dante Nero Dante Nero. Yeah. And it's just another one about you know just it's there and, and Dante is actually probably the best because he's he he preaches you know like his number one. Uh, saying that I always uh, I, I love is he always says uh, the woman is a reflection of the man she's fucking mm-hmm. and so it's like you know you can always point fingers at other people but it mm-hmm. really comes back at you right right you know so you can complain about all the women all day long but mm-hmm. what did you do to put them in that situation right so yeah you know I, I like those those are like three of my podcasts that I always I, I, I've always loved listening to yeah you know um, my buddies on Dante's podcast a lot James Goff Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's been on my podcast. He's actually one of the main people that got me into comedy. Okay. James, yeah, nice. he's he's a cool dude. But yeah, Dante has a great show, dude. Mm. But yeah, dude, that's how you and me met through, um, through Tom Likas on. I I think it was Twitter. I, you know, obviously I follow you first. I follow yeah. everybody first. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, I mean, I met great people like that on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, David Nunez, yeah, his son Che. Uh, Chavo one on one, all these guys that I met through uh, through Twitter. Now some of them I've never met personally, like face to face, but I've had podcasts with them, yeah. and you build a. Real, I've never met David Nunez, and he built, okay. he built my website. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He he built it. He wanted to do it for free. I'm like, no, no, no. You know, so I sent him money, and you know, and and now he's doing comedy. Did you know that? Nah. Dave Nunez, that's crazy. And his son started doing comedy last year. At the same day, father and son. That is crazy. That is crazy. And they're doing great. They send me their audios, audio sets sometimes, and they're really good. They're so when really you watch Sammy do comedy, is it kind of like, <clears throat> does it just hit home because it's kind of like watching yourself a few years back? Like, is he kind of in the same footsteps? No. He's way more advanced than really? I was. More advanced. But in the same comedy club in the same... Same comedy club. Okay. But see, the thing is that he has, he had what... What I didn't have, he had podcasts. He had like, you know how they have comedy schools, yeah. comedy uh, boot camp. You sign up, you do it for two weeks, and then they throw you up. They teach you everything they can about crowd work, how to grab the microphone, how to move the mic stand to the back when you move it, all yeah. this stuff. You yeah. know, he learned all that just by listening to various podcasts. Sure, of course, because it's like going to a university of comedy, mm-hmm. listening to Rogan, Duncan Trussell, all yeah. these people. Yeah. So he had all that to where when I started, I just had comedians that I looked up to and I did an impression of them pretty much on stage mm-hmm. with, you know, whatever joke, a very yeah. beginner joke. 
And so when he first went up, like he's bombed. Yeah. Everybody bombs. Yeah. But he, no, I don't. I don't see a reflection of me on four. I, I, I wish I did so I could say it, but no, he's way more advanced. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And he's Che too, David Nia's son. Mm-hmm. He's freaking incredible because they they go up on stage and they have all this knowledge of what to do and not to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so no, it, may, it, it definitely makes sense. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I'm still learning. I said, I, I do an impression of, I, I would do impressions of my heroes. I still, I'm only barely seven years into it. Yeah. So eventually, yeah. I'm gonna separate from that to where I'm gonna. <clears throat> where they say it sounds so gay find your voice <laughs> <laughs> but it's true is there's a point where you get to where you find your voice and you're you know yeah you're doing your own jokes but you don't sound like anybody else and see that, that's funny because my uh, my Instagram um, I have a decent following but I'm one of the very very few mm. who never talks never shows my face yeah um, I thought you were catfishing me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, finding your voice—that's that, one thing, you know. Um, like with crap beer, I've, I've thought about doing a crap beer podcast for a long time. Yeah, yeah. But my voice is very uncomfortable for me. <laughs> you know, just hearing it, just yeah. um, I'm just feeling comfortable. I think we're all like that, though, right? Yeah. I mean, so, nobody likes to. Yeah, no. I'm listening to myself in my headphones, and I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one with headphones, but yeah, I, no, I mean, but. So you've wanted to do that, huh? For a long time, yeah. I've, I've thought about it for a long time, and I've seen other people. Because, see, the problem is with um, the craft beer industry is mm-hmm. everybody wants to just show love, and everybody, you know, it's all positive. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm all about the positivity, too, but I like talking shit, too. <laughs> and I like, you know, um, being honest about breweries, being honest about beer. Yeah. Um, I have local breweries right by my house, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to tell everyone that they serve the best beer in the world because they don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I like to call out people. I like to call out just the bullshit. Okay. Because there's a lot of it. Because when when, when people are spending 20 bucks a four pack Mm -hmm. for beer, they don't want to be lied to. Yeah. You know, I don't want, I don't want you to hit me up and say, Hey Daniel, how is that, that, that monkish? And I say, it's great. And you go spend a hundred dollars. Of your, you there go spend a hundred dollars, um, you know, of your money, your hard earned yeah, money yeah. on beer that's crap, and then uh, you're looking at me like I'm an asshole. Yeah. And so a lot of people on crap beer do that. Yeah. And so I've thought about doing just to be that one person that can be honest, that can yeah. be someone that's reliable, someone that you know is just going to be straight up and you because when you don't, when people stop believing in you. Then I mean, who? No one cares about your opinion. No one cares. Yeah. You know. And then a lot of people hit me up. And a lot of people ask me all the time about craft beer, and it's cool. Mm-hmm. But I always tell them I'm going to be honest with you. Just because I like this brewery doesn't mean I'm going to tell you their beer is great. Yeah. Sometimes it's a miss. Sometimes it's sometimes it is great, but yeah. sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's on, on the batch. Is that what you call the batch? The batch. But there's so many things that go into it. There's the canning process. Um, the beer could be great out the um, um, on release day. Mm. A week down the line, it goes bad. Oh. It could be the, that the, the canning was done improperly. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was flat when they when they made it. I mean, there's a million different things. Oh, by the way, some more. Okay. <laughs> um, like this one right here, Monkish. They're known for having their beers last up to. Crap beer usually lasts about two to three months. This beer can last up to about six months. Six months. Well, that's just because they, they do such a good job with it. So, wait a minute. Hold on. You tell me 
craft beer only lasts up how, how long? Um, an IPA, two to three months. Really? Shelf life on IPA, two to three months. I've drank, I've had beer like Lagunitas in my fridge for yeah, like three months, man. a couple months. Does it say it on the bottle? Those corporate ones don't, huh? Probably not, no. Mainstream ones? They don't no. do that, huh? No. Wow. I'm going to put some more. No. I'm going to pour some more while that motorcycle passes by. <laughs> Here, if you want to kill it, brother. Okay, thank you. I get very paranoid when I drink, and, and like, I know it's a little. Yeah. It, you should be able to just have one if yeah. you're in an hour, but I get so paranoid because of my driving job, you know? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you get a DUI, you lose your benefits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, no, I don't. Yeah. And, and I'm not sure. Obviously, you probably don't have a union then protecting you, huh? No, there's yeah. no union. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So many other jobs where, you know, you get DUI, you get whatever, the union's going to fight for you. Yeah. It just sucks. Man, that'd be, that would be so nice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but then again, you know, it's it's not it's not the best thing to do. But but there's responsible ways of doing it. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I just figured you don't want to drink because maybe you had, um, it's your own rule, you don't drink before you uh, get that's, on stage. No, that too, actually. Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, I have, that's one of my rules too because, um, you know, it, people think that drinking will help you when you're on stage. Maybe some it does help them, but to me it gets me more nervous. <laughs> well, well, that's that's the crazy thing, and that's what's so cool about listening to all the podcasts and learning about stand-up comedy is when you realize how much work and how much effort you put in into your um, into your fifth, eight minutes or fifteen minutes. Yeah, you may get a buzz and go up there one time feeling good, and you may, you know, burn the burn the room down and just yeah. really kick ass. But was it your material, or was it just because you were buzzing and you were on a good one? Exactly. And yeah. if you're buzzing on a good one, that's hard to replicate over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if you I mean, if you have to rely on that, yeah, you know. Yeah. So uh, I, I totally get that. Definitely. Yeah. definitely. I, I, uh, but yeah, but I've had some really good sets where. I'm mm-hmm. wasted. <laughs> like I think in Reno, I, yeah, my first time ever like closing a show, mm-hmm. and then like twenty twenty five minutes at Reno Tahoe Comedy yeah. Club, I did really good, and I was pretty wasted. And I did that because the owner wasn't going to be there. Yeah, and I knew if I sucked, it didn't matter. Yeah, and I ended up doing really good that night. Nice. But um, what were we saying? Oh yeah, the shelf life. So the shelf life, I ha- I had no idea about that. So so if you buy a beer from a and, and, and the shelf life, honestly, and let's not let me correct that. That's okay. for IPAs. That's for IPAs. That's for IPAs. Okay. Because anything that's barrel aged, uh-huh. you can sell her that like you're doing a good wine or, or okay. any, any other alcohol. You can sell her dark beers, uh, um, sours. I don't know if you've ever tried a sour before. No. Uh-uh. They, they, they sound they're they're exactly what they sound like. They're a sour beer. Really? Yeah. Like oh, wow. Pruno almost. I mean, it's a. Um, you know, makes your mouth pucker when you you know you when yeah. you drink it, but um, no. As for an IPA, two to three months and you're maxed. I mean, that's where after that they start breaking down. And that's if it's in a can, even in a can, a, a can or bottle. Wow. Yeah, because a can is protected by the from the light, but it's still it's going to be exactly. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. I like a lot of these breweries too. The cans they make, they're, they're, they're pretty cool. Like the whole like top f- yeah. comes off yeah. and it's like a cup. Yep. You know. Yeah. Do you drink uh, crap beer? No. no, I don't. Do you drink at all? Very little. Very little. Yeah. If you do, what is it? 
Wine. Wine, yeah. <laughs> San Antonio Sweet Red. Yes. Yeah, San Antonio. <laughs> do you, so do you guys ever go to like um, uh, the wineries out here? Or? No, we go to more breweries than we do wineries, if you yeah. can imagine. But yeah. um, I usually try his beer. Yeah. I don't really care for most of them. Yeah. There's a few, but I don't even know, honestly, what the name of them I've tried so hard are. with Lizzie to try to get her to like beer. No, she won't have it. I've tried to get her like... Uh, a fruity cranberry one and nope, yeah. nothing. Yeah. A berry one, nope. <laughs> yeah, nah. yeah, she does not like it. <laughs> you know, the, she's not a big drinker whatsoever. She really hasn't ever been, but she's always happy with her Pepsi. Yeah. So, you know, as long as she's not there. I'm a cheap date. Yeah, yes. And, and you Just know, she has, and she's one of those people that has a great time being completely sober. Yeah. Just hanging out. Yeah. And she doesn't make you feel uncomfortable. Whereas, you know, a lot of times the sober one's making you uncomfortable. Yeah. She never, ever, you know, I mean, she's always yeah. having a good time with us. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I got my sober driver always, so it's there always you go. <laughs> that's It's almost the same thing with me, with Lizzie. Uh, she'll be always uh, the DD. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like last time we were at the Ice House, and um, I drove all the way here, as it should be, you know. I'm the man. Drove all the way to Cali. <laughs> That's your job. That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> and I drove from uh, Anaheim to the Pasadena's Ice House. and But then afterwards, I'm like, all right, if I have some drinks, can you drive? She's like, of course. So, you know, like at a club, it's usually two drink minimum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She had one drink. I drank her second one. <laughs> you know, so, so then she drove home. But, yeah, she's always my designated exactly. driver for sure. But um, how, how long have you guys been together? <laughs> she, she let, I'll let him tell the story. She, okay. she let that go, Mrs. Yeah. Said. <laughs> you tell the story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Seventeen years. Really? Seventeen years. Seventeen years. Yeah, but that's that's she's what checked. I that's what I always claim. She's calculating right. She'll she's calculate checking. a year or two less. Okay. <laughs> so I, I didn't know the first two years counted. I thought it was like a thirty day <laughs> money back guarantee or something. Yeah, she uh, apparently. Um, I committed way before she did. Okay. Anyways, he just asked how long we were together. He didn't ask the history or anything like that. Yeah. So about, eight, about 17 years. 17 yes. years. We'll be yeah. 10 years this year in June. Now we've been married. 10 years. Yeah. Oh, nice. Cool. Right on. And, and so when you guys got married, um, was you said your uncle, your brother didn't go to the wedding at all? No. We, we, the relationship you know, we, was... We, were, we, we, we bumped heads really bad during that time. And... Um, I sent him an invite. Yeah. Um, there was just a lot of there was just a lot of hurt during that time, mm-hmm. and it it wasn't the, it was it was a bad timing because I needed to, we needed to kind of fix the situation. Yeah. Just sending an invite and saying show up at my wedding really wasn't going to fix oh, it. Yeah. So when he didn't go, it was kind of expected. Mm-hmm. It was sad, but it was kind of expected. You know. Mm-hmm. But where is it at now? We're, we're close. Close, okay. Yeah, yeah, we're close. But, you know, my brother, he's, he's older. Um, you know, he's just always done his own thing. He's um, He was never married until a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he, was a, he, was, he was a bachelor. He was a guy's guy. And um, me and him bumped heads. And I thought at times he was very selfish. And so I just, we just weren't on the same page. How many siblings? Just you, me and him. Just you and him. Wow. Me and him. And you know yeah. we're only three and a half years apart, so we were close enough where we we're we grew up together, but at the same time, 
he was always bigger than me, so he mm-hmm. kind of was like, you know, I was just that little pesky brother that was always around. So you're like Cain and Abel, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're yeah we're totally different. We would totally sneak up behind you mm-hmm. and try to. No. <laughs> I was the one where he, you know, my mom would always say, "Take your brother," and he'd get pissed off. He'd like, yeah. "Damn," but yeah, yeah, you know. But I think I think sometimes when you're too close, but you know. I think just in general, you know, uh, just like with friends, yeah. we, we argue, we fight. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Problem is, my brother's extremely uh, stubborn. He's a big dude. Uh-huh. And so I always have this, um, I have my opinion on big guys. And a lot of times they're um, very I mean, stubborn. We're both big guys. Yeah, he's, How big is he? He's 400. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah, he's a big. Wow. How tall? Same height. Same height? Same height. So we're, we're, so what six, are we, six? Six. Yeah. So he's he's an extra. I walk like a hunchback, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he's an extra 125 more than me. But you know, um, he acts like a big baby, and you know, he just you know, he's one of those guys that when I would try and like talk to him, he doesn't. He shuts down. He doesn't want to talk about it. Mm. So we just he just wasn't there. But yeah. you know, we're good, and yeah, um, yeah you learn. And how was you guys' family? For the listeners who don't know, uh, I, I won't say your name, but Gomez's wife. This is a beautiful black lady. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. and, and it's not very common to see a Mexican. No, we did dude. it backwards. We did it backwards. Yeah, you maybe, never see a no, Mexican guy with the black usually, with the black woman. Yeah, usually like my dad. Okay, my dad's a black Cuban, and he he loves Mexicans. You know, so like it's yeah, it is yeah. backwards. Yeah. Definitely yeah. backwards. <laughs> How was it with the families? Like you guys' families accepting? Everyone was accepting her. You know, um, her family when we went to Florida, they just stared at me. Um, they thought I was Guatemalan. <laughs> you know, in Florida, that's one tall Guatemalan. Uh, that's what they were like. They kept just staring at me like, what is he? Dude, in Guatemala, you'd be a giant, bro. I know. <laughs> because I, I kept hearing I that. I went to El Salvador. They're little. Well, I, kept, I kept hearing that because when I went to Florida, I kept saying, I kept hearing guat. Is mm. he in guat? Mm. What is guat? And I was like, what, what, what? So then I found out they thought I was Guatemalan. Yeah. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and how, how long ago was that? Um, like when you geez, probably about seven, eight years ago. So you're from Florida? Yes, yes, yeah. I am. I was born there, but I was raised in California. Though, so you raised so. in California, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then my and then my my family, um, my family just loving and open. They that uh, yeah, they they loved her to death. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. My mom yeah. thinks my husband can do no wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's amazing how she, he has her fooled, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's how I am with um, with Lizzie's dad. Um, at first, he was so against our marriage. As soon as we got married, he switched. All of a sudden, he loves me. Yeah. I'm like his favorite now. Like, yeah. And it changed completely. It reversed. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You know, it, for, trust me, it was weird. Um, even to this day, I always get looks. When yeah. I'm walking with her, yeah, especially by other black men, they always yeah. that confused look. I get that every time. The system. Like what? The, <laughs> like really? Like what? Like what? But um, yeah. nah, it, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. I, I, I've I've been with her. I've seen her get hit on in front of me. By <laughs> I've heard women. I've heard older black men. I've heard yeah. just yeah. <laughs> it's always it fun to just sit and watch because we'll just go along with it. Yeah. <laughs> while there. Like I'm not even exist. Like I don't yeah. even exist. Like, I'm just standing there. Like okay. Just, yeah, I don't he, know. For he's some just reason, part of the help. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. He's on. He's on his kitchen break. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I, I, yeah, I mean that's that's crazy. Like, so at, at a bar that's happened, huh? Like at a club? Oh, or it's, it's happened everywhere. <laughs> at a, a family event? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's happened at a home uh, at a farmer's market. I mean, it's happened. Everywhere. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. But the family event was the fun one, though. That one, your cousin's wife's graduation. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Like he blatantly just hit on me in front of my husband. <laughs> Have my husband on the left and mm-hmm. his cousin, which is a guy on the right, and he just proceeded <laughs> to yeah. hit on me. And wow. we just sat there. Like he's not gonna ask. He's just he's gonna not gonna ask though. No. Yeah. But yeah. it was good though, because he came with someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Date didn't, date didn't mind. Yeah. She was over at the other table. She was in the big yeah. She was ignoring. <laughs> wow, that's hilarious. Nah. Now that that happens uh, quite a bit. Actually, you never seen me perform, huh? No. Are you guys gonna go tonight? Maybe. I don't know what time. What time well, we have a seven o'clock show and an eight thirty show. Are you going? Do you doing both? Yeah, I'm doing both. Uh, seven o'clock doing a five minute set, and then. Uh, uh, 8.30 doing uh, 7, I believe. We have no time restraint, so maybe we'll talk about it after we're done. Yeah, because we, we dumped the kid off mm-hmm. for a week with uh, Grandma and Grandpa. So free at last. We're just free, free right now. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, we're, we're in the same situation that you and Lizzie, I think, are in Vegas, where it's just us. Uh-huh. So we're out here, in, uh, we're out in San Diego, just us. So yeah. we don't have that mom, brother, whoever that we can on a Friday night because we want to have date night we can go drop our son off. Yeah, We've yeah. never had that. Mm-hmm. So once or twice a year when he has a week off of school yeah, he's going to grandma and grandpa's and yeah. we're going to get just some peace and quiet. There so, you <laughs> go. Right on. Yeah. No, that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. Um, well, hey, man, take advantage. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's um, the, I always feel like when it comes to comedy shows though the second show is always better. Mm-hmm. But if you guys want to go to a seven, I don't know. I've never, I've never p- performed at the HaHa, but uh, I've always heard great things. You know, Joey Diaz is always talking about it. Yeah. Everybody's raving about yeah. it. Like, it's a great room to perform. And tonight, is, they call it the All-Star Night. So Really? Yeah, so who knows who's going to show up. I'm lucky to even be there because I became and friends. And got you in on this one, right? This one, actually, Jack Jr. Uh, okay. So Jack Jr., I've had him on the podcast before. His parents own the HaHa. Okay. Yeah, and he's a comedian now. Okay. So he goes to Vegas a lot. And I met him in the circuit when he would come in and perform at L.A. Comedy Club. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, uh, yeah, he's always told me, hey, when you come into L.A., let me know. And I let him know and, yeah. he'll, you know, going to perform tonight. So. And you're still there, right? At L.A. Comedy yeah. Club? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Edwin's there. still there, too? Edwin's still there okay. at Planet Hollywood. Okay. So. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys ever? Have you guys ever gone to Vegas? Ever made a trip? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. yeah. We've been there. It has yeah. a uh, seriously though. Probably not for ten years, maybe eight years. Oh it's man, been, it's changed well, a no, lot. Uh, it's, uh, it's, Before uh, we got married, geez. right? Yeah, it happened the O seven, the O seven fires, the wildfires. Because oh. we were in Vegas when San Diego was burning down. Oh, yeah. And I remember yeah. driving back from Vegas. And we're going through, like, Victorville. And, it's you know, crazy. the Santa Ana winds were going crazy. So there yeah. was, like, semis, like, on the side of the road just tipped Damn. over. Yeah. Um, you know, driving back into San Diego, it was, like, it was like driving in. It was, like, driving into look like a war zone. Because we were it was going all black the and red. Direction. It was, like, it was like, scary. Yeah. It was really eerie. Whoa. But that was probably the last time. So probably about 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Yeah, it's huh? been a long time. It's changed a lot, man. Well, now you got your uh, Raiders there. 
Yeah. <laughs> <The> Raiders, bro. <laughs> no, my buddy went there, and uh, he was on Instagram um, showing the, um, I guess, the Raider offices. It, oh, looked, yeah. it looked like a hotel kind of thing. Yeah, so they made a nice little, what would you call it? Like a, it's like a little museum. A little museum, yeah, little yeah, museum yeah. With a bunch of, they have some Super Bowl rings there. They got a bunch of memorabilia. It's it's amazing. It's it looked cool, cool on the inside. The outside looked like an like a motel or something from the outside. Yeah, it's, it's just it's actually at a at a outdoor mall. Outdoor, really? Yeah, it's called okay. uh, Town Square. Town Square. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they, yeah, the the weekend it opened, a lot of celebrities went there. Uh, we ran into Ray J. Yeah, Brandy's brother. Yeah, the guy that made Kim Kardashian famous. <laughs> so yeah. it was crazy. Yeah, it was it, it was cool. He was there, taking. He was getting interviewed by Telemundo. Just <laughs> 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 so funny. It's like you got you got Kim Kardashian up into outer space, controlling all media. Yeah, E Network, everything. She's huge. And here's Ray J getting interviewed by Telemundo <laughs> outside the Raiders Museum. <laughs> like, damn, that sucks, bro. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. um, he's still getting paid apparently. So hey, props yeah. to him. Pesos. <laughs> Taco jokes, eh? Well, you know, Mexico's always ten years behind, so there yeah, you go. He's hot right now. <laughs> that's true. They're probably asking him questions about the video. <laughs> we just got this video. <laughs> yeah, um, but um, so you you you're a big Chargers fan, huh? Or was I was was was? That I, sucks, I have though. no team. I have no team. You guys lost no team. your team in San Diego. That sucks. You know, it was, uh, yeah. It's happening to Oakland. A lot of people are upset about that, man. Yeah, but Raiders were an L.A. team. Yeah. In my opinion. They won all the championships in L.A. So, yeah. to me, I think the Raiders can go anywhere mm-hmm. and the fans will follow. Yeah. The way Spanos and the Chargers left, you know, he wiped his ass on San Diego on the way out. Mm-hmm. He gave everyone the middle finger. He knew what he was doing for the past five to ten years. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. And he just lied, and he just um, he brought in Fabiani, his lawyer, that just sat there and just diverted all the questions and just basically blew smoke up our ass for yeah. five to ten years. And then as soon as he got the okay to move, he was gone. And then so, so then, I mean, he moved without even having a stadium yet. Yeah. They're still in a temporary... Because he, what happened was, as soon as Oakland made it known that they were moving, it was a rush to be in L.A. Oh. Because he wanted to get the L.A. fan base, uh-huh. and he wanted to be in L.A. before the Raiders could jump on it. Oh, okay. So that's why they jumped on it so quick. That's why all of a sudden, it was strictly for that reason. Mm-hmm. Just straight up, he's like, we need to cop-block them. Mm-hmm. But in a way, he kind of cop-blocked himself from all the fans. Well... I mean, who's going to the games? I heard no him. one. Yeah, no one. Wow, those seats are empty. Yeah. And, and and he's and he, and he's playing at um, he's playing over in um where the uh, uh the L A uh, Galaxy plays a soccer team, and yeah. he can't even sell out that, and that's only like thirty five thousand, and yeah. he can't even sell that out. Wow. So they, it, they, oh, you know, so it is what it is. I mean, they've killed the fan base. Uh-huh. Um, they serious, they seriously thought that. That LA people cared, uh-huh. and LA people don't care unless you're winning. Yeah, they're not going to follow the Chargers just because. Yeah, we're San Diego. We would. We yeah. followed them just because. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. just because they're in San Diego and we are loyal. Was the plan to, um, what was the alternative to that? There really wasn't. There really wasn't. There really wasn't. There was no alternative to no. a new stadium. It's just so congested over there. Then. No, it was, well, no, what the problem was, was he wanted a stadium and he, he, he said it has to be downtown. Uh-huh. And they were like, we can't put it downtown. Yeah. And they were like, well, if you can't put it downtown, I'm out of here. And wow. that's about as simple as it was. They were going to so put it back at Mission Valley where the other stadium was. They were basically going to just knock it down and build it on the other side of the uh, of the uh, dry, uh, the uh, parking lot. Mm-hmm. And he said no. He didn't want it. Wow. He wanted to be downtown. Wow. And that was kind of basically his power move to basically force himself to get out of there. Yeah. He yeah. wanted to get out. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Wow. Exactly. So, let's see. It's 446. Let's do another. You guys got another 15 minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course. Cool, cool. I'm going to go pick up Lizzie and then uh, head out to North Hollywood. But, um. So, uh, to go back to the craft beer, so how do you know so much about craft beer? Do you actually, do, do you make it yourself, like no. at home? No, no. In my, in my opinion, you can either be a collector like me and go to beer releases, mm-hmm. or you can homebrew. To do both is extremely expensive. Mm. I mean, the budget, I mean, it, you know, when I go to a beer release, you could spend 40, 60 bucks, or you could spend 100 bucks. So, you don't have to be like a... a in order to be able to judge the taste and the flavor of the beer, they can't throw it in your face. Well, you don't even make beer. No, no, no. never, never, okay. never. And, and everything, beer is just one of those subjective things in this world. Mm-hmm. What me and you thought was great, someone else could think is horrible. Mm-hmm. Now, the, 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 the hazy IPAs, most people are, are, are coming around. I mean, people that hated it and mm-hmm. said this is a fad. It's it's not going away. I don't know if you've noticed, but like Sam Adams just came out with the hazy IPA. Um, everybody's gonna start jumping on that bandwagon. I, I, and I hate Sam Adams yeah. IPA. I hate it. Yeah, they, they I, just came out with the hazy, and yeah. it's all because everyone's gonna jump on this bandwagon yeah. right now. Wow. Yeah, but no, you don't you don't have to brew. Um, you know, it, it's subjective. You know, it's, everyone's different, and that's why um, there's a different type of style. Some people want the dark. Some people want. Um, Berlin Weisses, which are more the fruitier. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just different stuff. But um, no, no. I, just because you don't brew, that doesn't mean nothing. And what makes nothing. an IPA an IPA? India, India pale, Indian, Indian pale ale, pale or ale. India pale ale. Oh, India, India, India pale ale, India pale ale. Um, the hops, the hops, the hops. Because you have pale ales, mm-hmm. and then you have the India pale ales are usually going to be um, under five percent. Okay. They're more of a sessional style beer where it's going to be like a low. Like a Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada low, okay. yeah. Yeah. I'm going with all the mainstream ones. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm no, a poser. Pale ales are going to be a lot lighter. Um, and then Indian pale ales is once you get over 5 uh-huh. uh, 5% alcohol. Okay. Then your um, alcohol by volume. And then you um, you um, you then go into the uh, single IPAs are usually like 5 6%. Double IPAs are usually seven eight percent, and then Imperials or triples mm. go into like nine and tens. So that's when it becomes an IPA when it goes over that percentage. Over the five, yeah. It went, yeah. That's when it goes from basically a pale ale to an Indian pale ale, okay, or an India pale ale. And yeah. it's and it's because also the hops. Yeah, they, they, they just throw a lot more hops. They make it dankier. They make it stronger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some. Uh, there's this guy at work. We're talking about beers, and he's like. When I, he's like, the first time I tried IPA, I felt like something was exploding in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like you're gay, bro. <laughs> At least he didn't say it was like you exploding in your mouth. You know? <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's crazy how it's an acquired taste for sure. Like, I guess a lot of things in life. But I mean, I'm sure you know it's with the hazy. 
it's a lot smoother. So a lot of yeah. people, like, you know, even though she doesn't like beer, she'll try it. And she's cool with it. Whereas mm-hmm. a regular IPA, just a regular dinky IPA, she mm-hmm. won't even bother with it. Yeah. But the hazies, because they're more of a juice bomb and they're, they're smoother. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she'll wow. try it at least. What's my beer I like? The beer you like? Um, she likes this. Um, it's a Berlin Weiss from, from um, Virginia. It's oh. called, uh, the brewery is called The Answer. And she likes, it's called um, uh, Popsicle. They're, um, so good. Yeah. It's, a, it's good. Like in doses. Yeah. They're, they're Berlin Weiss. Really what good. they are, they're, they're fruited IPA. So it's, it's pretty much like drinking a Jamba juice, man. It's like, it's like having, really? you, you could pretty much taste the berries like in them. You could taste uh-huh. the seeds in them. I mean, it, it's very fruity. It's very smooth. It's, yeah. it's, it's like drinking juice. I don't know if I would compare it to Jamba Juice. It's a little far. It's a blend. It's, you would not ever think it's, it's alcohol. Yeah. You really wouldn't. Yeah. You know, you and, that, even, and that's yeah. what she likes about it. Yeah. You know? Because, yeah. like, with, with most people that don't like to drink, they just don't really want to taste the alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's the kind that, they, like, when you go to a brewery, they don't give it to you in a pint. They give it to you in, like, a nice glass, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, proper glassware. Exactly. You'll see that my you'll see that everywhere. On like, you follow yeah. anyone that that's into beer, and they're, they're, it's proper glassware. So they want the the, the fancy tikus with the stems on them. Yeah, and, um, yeah, just all kinds of crazy looking glasses. Uh, my friend Abel took us to this giant brewery close to downtown LA. Okay. Uh, it's huge, like two stories. They have games. It's it's so crazy, but it's such a nice spot. And and uh, they had like all the proper glassware Glass and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. And then um, actually, when I met my brother in San Diego last year for the first time, he, they took us also to a brewery in San Diego in downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a lot of breweries? Oh yeah. yeah. San Diego mm-hmm. is about 130. Wow. Oh shit. Yeah. I don't know the name of this one now, but man, I, I bought me like. A couple like four packs, yeah, and it was one of those like the cans were like all nice. Probably Pop modern times, maybe. Yeah, probably modern times. Yeah, yeah. Probably over there in Point Loma. Um, really big. Did they have coffee? Did they have like a coffee house built into it? Coffee house. Was there like was there like um, were they fresh brewing coffee in there as well? No, that okay, one. Okay, that wasn't modern times. Modern okay. times has coffee as well in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, this one you walk in and on either both sides it has the big old tanks. Yes. Yep. Yeah. But um yeah, I forgot the name of it. But yeah, I've been to a few of them and they're like they're so good. Mm-hmm. Reno has a popular one, uh it's actually becoming more mainstream where like they have they have a big distribution now. Yeah. Uh it's called um Oh shit. Silver Peak. Okay. No, not Silver Peak. Icky, you ever heard of Icky? Icky, no. I've yeah. heard of Revisions, which is kind of out there, I think, in that area. Let me Google this one real quick. It's you, you, do you ever go to Atomic out there in uh, Vegas? Atomic Bar? Yeah. Because that's where uh, the shirt I'm wearing, Beer Zombies. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris, the uh, the guy that makes Beer Zombies, he's out there in Vegas. So he's always at Atomic Liquors, and they're always doing uh, beer shares and just different stuff out there. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's actually the... It's in downtown Vegas, uh, one of the oldest bars in Vegas. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's... Icky IPA. Oh, Great Basin Brewery. Okay. That's the name of it, but it's from Reno. And, uh, yeah, they sell it in Vegas now. That's the bottle right there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's like your mainstream Lagunitas or yeah. Stone a tr- a traditional, ganky, yeah, traditional, heavy, piney flavored uh, yeah. Um, IPA. Yeah, yeah, traditional West Coast. And then they have their 
like if you go to the brewery itself they have really good like all kinds of craft beers like mm-hmm. I, that's the first time I tried jalapeno okay. beer you ever had one of those mm-hmm. crazy bro really yeah you, so it's not spicy but it, after, the aftertaste you taste the jalapeno it's mm-hmm. crazy yeah yeah it's pretty good yeah well, that, and that's the crazy thing um, I just uh, I was at a uh, company picnic about a week and geez yeah last Sunday mm-hmm. and I bust out a can of uh, it was an, a churro stout which stout. is basically a stout, you know, dark beer, yeah. and they it was like cinnamon, vanilla. Oh no, vi- cinnamon, vanilla, lactose. Uh-huh. All these things were like mixed oh, into. Uh-huh. It was really good. Oh, and coffee. It had like a real strong coffee flavor to it as well. It was really good. I I've I've heard of something similar to that, but it was like an horchata flavored beer. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you've, yeah. You've tried those. Oh, yeah. but, but see, that's the beauty of craft beer because with craft beer, you have to innovate. You have to. Think outside the box, be creative, and yeah. that's what a lot of these guys are doing. Yeah, that's true. The box needs to be creative, and and um, also like on on your uh, Instagram, I want to go to it real quick. What can you plug it on the podcast? Also, uh, Hops Chaser. Hops Chaser. Anybody who wants to follow Gomez and Esco. And a disclaimer on my Instagram: um, you'll see a lot of people chugging beer. Um, <laughs> You saw a lot of beer pictures, beer video. It's all beer. It's all beer. It's so all beer. That's pretty much what. It is, yeah. yeah. And occasionally, um, there's no, that's pretty much it. F- that's pretty much few, it. Just all beer. There's very few photos of you on yeah. there. I was gonna say occasionally something of me personally, but I really don't put anything on there. It's like uh, there's a few people um, from Twitter or Instagram still that I've never seen their face. Like I keep telling Grandpa Nicotine, he's cats and six. <laughs> I've never seen his face. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, dude, for a while, I was asking around for you on Twitter last year. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yes. I was yeah. asking some people. So I went to your page and I started stalking you, right? <laughs> <laughs> I went to his page on Twitter and I went to, because your, your Gomez and Esco disappeared. Yeah. And then, uh, so then I saw people that would comment on your, or months ago and I hit them up. I'm like, hey, have you heard? from Gomez is he cool yeah. is he okay yeah yeah and then uh, some people say yeah he's just been uh, staying away from social media for a while or something like that you know it wasn't that it was I have the Gomez Nescondido which was always me because before I even did Tom Likas I was always um, emailing and texting uh, uh, texting into uh, Jim Rome mm-hmm. the Jim Rome for sports Again, that's what I've always I've always listened to sports talk yeah and the Gomez Nescondido was the account I always used for Twitter. Um, it's where I used to always just talk shit and yeah. just communicate. But then I did the Hops Chaser one just because out of boredom sitting on my couch. I always drink beer. I just started yeah. doing. And um, I kind of started, I basically merged my personality that I would use, you know, talking crap, being yeah. funny on Gomez Nescondido. I kind of use the same style for the um, Hops Chaser. Yeah. And it just got to the point where it was like, it was just too much running two accounts. It's too yeah. much, you know, especially on Twitter where people are constantly responding. Mm-hmm. So then every five minutes you're responding back, responding back. Yeah. And it just, it got too tiring. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I have, so, I have notifications turned off on everything. On everything, yeah. It's me only too. when I go to check it because that's why I was telling you to text me because I'm like, I might look like a dick if I don't respond right away, but sure. it's because I have the notifications off. Sure. No, and I, yeah. and I get that. And, it, and, and it's kind of, it's, I'm at that kind of at that point now with um, with my Hop Chaser account where I like it, it's fun, I enjoy it all, but 
it, it's it's annoying checking yeah. notifications all the time. Oh yeah, it yeah. gets annoying. So, Dude, so if you start a podcast, that's that would be a great name, Hops Chaser Podcast. <laughs> Just Hops Hops Chaser and then yeah. a, a logo and stuff. That would that would be really cool, dude. You and a buddy just sit down and. And have a beer of the week where you talk about it. Yeah. And then just talk about others. You can meander and talk about whatever is going on in the news and then come back to, you know, well, something there's, like pl- that. there's plenty of stuff in the beer world to talk about, whether it's um, new breweries coming in and out, whether it's uh, every week there's a release. Mm-hmm. Every single week there's a release. Yeah. Um, so there's always stuff to talk about. And um, and like you said, trying new beers. Yeah, trying new beers. Definitely. I listen to this podcast called Drunken Ex-Pastors. Okay. And um, pretty much that's what it is. They're two ex-pastors that were, <laughs> you know, they're from a, a Calvary Chapel each. Yeah. And then uh, and now that, I don't know, one's an atheist, one's an agnostic, and they sit there and just have a drink and chat. Yeah. They're just good buddies, and yeah. they, that's all they do, just chat. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's so many things you could do with podcasts now. And see, I want... And see, I, I, I want to chat. I want to have fun um, and just do kind of like how you always do yours, just basically having a conversation with friends. Yeah. Whereas um, a lot of the other beer podcasts I've heard, everybody's just trying to always be Mr. Technical. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I have no desire to hear that. I don't go to beer shares. Yeah. I don't really hang out with people. Um, yeah. I usually just drink with a couple buddies or I drink at home. Yeah. And it's because... It's just alcohol. It's simple. It's either it's good or it's not. Yeah. But I don't. I'm not into the whole breaking it down, critiquing it, yeah, talking yeah. about all the little ingredients and yeah. things. They, it's that's not what concerns. I can taste it in my inside my cheeks. Yeah, you hear all that, <laughs> or like when you hear someone drink something and they're like, "Oh, I can taste this, 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 and this." And you're like, "Really? Like I can maybe taste like the chocolate, or I could taste something." But yeah. you know, when people do that, I just. I just shake my head. Yeah. And I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and at the same time, I don't think, same time, I, you know, it, it, it always felt really douchey trying to give my breakdown on a beer uh-huh. as if I know shit about shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it just, to me, it just doesn't feel, I don't, I don't like that. It, it just comes down to it. Just, it's an, it's an opinion. Yeah. You know, it's an opinion and you know, and I see some people like they seriously, they like, they, they get giddy about it and they're thinking that, you know, that they're they can become the official word of beer and like everybody's going to listen to them and I'm like yeah yeah I guess so I mean uh-huh. uh huh to me it's like is it good or is it not but given the whole critique of everything yeah. it just to me is useless yeah exactly know? yeah well that's pretty cool man I'm glad we got to sit down and have a burrito I'm sorry I fucking forgot my memory card <laughs> <laughs> oh we no. just hit an hour. This is awesome, dude. Um, yeah. Well, let me know if you guys decide to go. Oh, definitely. Uh, I'm going to run and go pick up Lizzie in L.A. L.A. is what, 30 minutes right now with yeah. traffic? Probably about 30 minutes. So I'll drive down there and then go back to North Hollywood. So I'll do that. But cool, guys. Uh, thank you guys for being on the podcast. I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, next time, let's do it longer. Now now that we did it live, now we can actually um, video, video you in on a regular episode. Yeah, yeah definitely. That would be pretty cool. Especially one that, like, when Sammy's on, oh, we'll, yeah. we'll have you call in and talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> I always try. Uh, I try and be nice, but I, I do talk shit to Sammy when I see him post. Yeah, it's Did good. You, you know, it, he it's, needs it. He needs to <laughs> build calluses. <laughs> well, I wondered forever. I was like, what the hell happened? Because, you know, the um, the Hollywood Talk podcast was going strong for, like, yeah. what, a month? And then it just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much a month. <laughs> 
Yeah, he, no, got, he got uh, us all invested. I was emotionally invested, and then all of a sudden, it's gone. When he really got into comedy, I think he's so busy that uh, I think he just dropped it because he was doing a lot of editing. And yeah, that's one thing I went away from editing. I don't edit anymore. I just upload it as is. Yeah. Um, I figured it out where I could fix the volume where you can have motorcycles passing by and you'll bear you'll hear it but yeah. it's not overbearing unless okay. it's that Lambo that <laughs> <laughs> <And> little turtle <laughs> right on man well cool dude thank you so much for yeah, being on the it, episode thank you so much thank as you well. um, so one more time Hops Chaser H-O-P-S C-H-A-S-E-R on uh, Instagram that's your main thing now more than yeah. Twitter right yeah oh yeah cool alright guys well thank you guys for listening to the episode this is Freddie Korea we are out peace